Did you know that I was actually going to learn German to do the intro in German this month? Why? <laughs> because Germany's now ventured into our top three listeners of oh. uh, countries. So, oh, um, guten Tag. Guten Tag. My was, number yeah. is Cameron. Ich habe einen Hund. Are you serious? Was yes. that actually German? It was. So That's the only here German I have I been stressing trying to learn a little bit of German and Cam's already done the intro. Ich bin ein... Something to scream about! Welcome to Something to Scream don't About, uh, episode 28. Oh, we don't... It just, just keeps coming. It keeps coming and we're loving every single second of it. These episodes uh, are super enjoyable and we have another action-packed episode Today. Shout out to the people I met at Brightside that have been listening too, if you're listening to this. Yes. Yeah. Meeting it was nice to meet you listeners. last night, boys. Yeah. Whoa. That's it. Because people uh, are actually listening to yes, this. Yes. It's, nice yeah. <laughs> it's nice to know. It's so, nice to know. We're yeah. not just speaking into the ether. Yeah, that's right. So today we have an exciting guest. We have Zach uh, from, a, uh, well, I'm going to butcher this. Aparte. Aparte. A pat, a patty. If that's not a wrong, pate? a pate. And a if pate. it's wrong, we're going to edit it. We're going to ask Zach very shortly um, <laughs> how to pronounce his band name and more. Stay tuned. Um, but first, a uh, little we're, bit. We're green. For we're green. Because yeah, obviously green the government's the finally releasing UFOs. Um, yeah, so we're we're, we're honoring green. that with green today. Because yeah, I was a conspiracy theorist before, but apparently now everyone's like, oh yeah, of course aliens are real. It's a badge of honor to wear um, nicely. I'm not uh, frustrated. You're frustrated. That's great. Do you have any housekeeping to share, Cam? Um, not really. We're still just working on music, guys. Um, we're still we're doing mixing, mastering, producing. I'm doing vocals all the freaking time. Yeah, we've been trying to get like we're just trying to nail down these vocals so that they sound yeah hot diggity damn for the record and uh, are super convincing. So blend it. We're trying to blend the. Uh, because we're blending so many different styles, we're really trying to, you know, sometimes shouty, emotional yell screams don't work in section. Like, they sound good in the section, but then the rapping comes after it and you're like, oh, it's weird going from that to that. So we're just trying to find a good blend of all the yeah. different types of screams to raps and blah, blah, blah. So And um, speaking of vocals, Zach is the vocalist, so you're also doing vocals. So yes. this might be a pretty vocal-heavy episode yeah. for you vocalists out there. I'm actually keen. I'm really keen for this one. Yeah, I'm keen too, because I'm just going to sit back and listen and pretend like I know what I'm talking about <laughs> when I do speak. What even is the diaphragm? Yeah. So now you have to look away, Cam, because oh, I'm I've, looking, but I'm not reading. No, I'm you're not allowed to. This to yeah. So there's there's a game that I've I've created um, or figured out from others doing it, uh, where I want to suggest a few band names that exist out in the world, um, or a list of band names, and some of them are actually real names, and some of them are not. And you are required to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you believe they are actually legit oh, or no. not, um, I've heard some pretty bad ones. Man, the li <laughs> the list. There was some really bad ones. Some like actually properly naughty ones that I can't naughty say. Boy. Yeah, I'm just using naughty just to tone down and PG this show. Um, some yeah, there's some naughty ones that I couldn't repeat in a podcast. But these ones made it in. So the first one you might have already heard of is Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes. Is that true or false? Is that a real I've band? I've heard that before. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're right. That is a real band. Um, super Happy Storytime Land. <laughs> See, I feel like someone <laughs> would take the piss and say that's real. Super Happy Storytime Land. Band. <laughs> yes, I'm going to say yes. That is true. Yes, yes. there is a band I out there. Now, um, I was going to do a little bit of research into what 
there's a band called Oakley Oakley, and they all dress up like Ned. No way, really? The Simpsons, yeah. Ned Flanders. Flanders. Ah, that's brilliant. See, yeah. Prepare for a re-education. Yeah, (laughs) we need more of that. Um, Next one, Dirty Clown Shoes. No. You don't think that's a real band? No, it's real, isn't it? No, it's fake. Ah, yes. I'm so good. It's fake. You got, how many is that? Three out of three? Three out of three, baby. Zoo Animal Sex Offenders. That's real because it's so (laughs) stupid. It's so stupid that it's real, isn't it? It's a deathcore band or something. It's real. Yep, there it is. It's real. It's real. Pigeons playing golf? No. No? That's not. It's true. It's not. But I'm nailing this. But there is one called Pigeons playing ping pong. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why like and and you know a lot of band names such as ours have some sort of thought that it went into the branding I think some people try to look at it as like a piss take and kind of think like oh, it doesn't really matter what you called I just read the next one gay witch abortion oh yeah it's real okay wow you're really good at this I, I just I could I just I, yeah I don't know I just know we butter our bread with butter that's a uh, no. That's uh, or I. Th- I actually think that's real because I. I think I've heard that that before on the Jared Dines show. Yep, it's real. Yeah, who shot the sheep? That sounds like a real one, but I'm gonna say it's fake. Well, okay, nice. I wrestled a bear once. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ! I wrestled a bear once. Banned. Dot com. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, that one's real too. Oh my God. I'm not I'm insane. <laughs> How I'm not have you guessed look, I don't know. I'm just talented. Okay, well, I'm glad that... Well, I'm going to check the footage to see if you're actually looking at the answers. <laughs> I'm, <trying to> <laughs> I'm going to go... Yeah, yeah I'm checking it. I'm checking it. Nobody's that smart. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to talk about uh, a couple of things. Like, because of these band names, like they are quite ridiculous and they're out there and it's just, you know, it's something where you go, whoa, like that's instantly a standout point. I was thinking like what other things um, make 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 you a standout artist or, or figure within a band. For um, me, for me personally, it makes me not want to listen to them. That's just me. <laughs> like, I just, if it's silly, I agree. If it's silly, I'm just like, I'm like, okay. Like, I don't know. I just, but I'm a little bit of a stickler for like, I'm very passionate about music and I hate music that takes the piss, like where it's like a joke. Like some yeah. people think it's good. Like I like um, a lot of electric cowboy stuff, I'm just not a fan of, even though they're fucking good. Good musicians, good screamers, good mm. singers. But I just, I'm just like the piss take, I'm just, I can't get into it. Okay, yeah. I can appreciate it and appreciate the musical talent and the value, but I just, for me, I'm like, ugh, like it just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not not as authentically true to making yeah. music, but it is and its if, own and thing, it, I suppose. If someone says, hey, I want to, I'm playing, uh, band's playing this week, do you want to come watch I Wrestle Bear or something? I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't want to go watch no, I Wrestle I don't, Bear. Because that sounds like, oh <laughs> but they could God. be really good. So, I mean, it's, it's 50 50, depends on who you're talking to. Just, that's just my take. Yeah. So, when I've just, I've come up with a brilliant idea, we should, Disguise a super group of really famous musicians and call it something ridiculous and see if people actually show up because they they just if you make the worst branding possible, you're gonna like you said, people aren't just gonna they're not gonna want to go to the show. Mm. But realistically, there's some really good musicians behind the thing. Um, but it goes into what we're talking about today with stage presence and the art of stage presence. And um Zach is a vocalist and you're a very good front man. So you guys understand how important it is for 
for someone to have stage presence. And I made a few notes of a couple of uh, really iconic people. Um, Slash from Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Obviously, haircut, the whole like the sunnies and the the everything. Like the, it's this whole vibe and character on stage that he brings. Um, Angus from AD, ACDC. I was just about to say him. Same thing. Um, and then I had people like, you know, David Bowie, Prince, Hendrix. They've all got these different different characteristics and even down to bringing an instrument on stage which is like a double-necked guitar which mm. everyone starts talking about or you know you have to think about what's your kind of uh, notable or, or standing out feature um, I think because that mm. that kind of it's kind of important you don't have to go all the way to wearing masks and, and things like sleep token and and painting your face like David Bowie or Kiss but you, you can you Just, know there's no, yeah, it's like whatever you want to do creatively, I suppose. You're just mm. like whatever you're trying to express uh, express on stage that can accompany the music you're performing. Yeah, and I it's think… Um, it's, it's also fun. Something it? that Nick taught me actually was, you know, I, I sort of was talking about how you, when you go on stage and you get get ready for the show and the show mindset. And, and he was talking about putting on their stage getup or their outfit. And he feels like he's like stepping into character before That's he cool. goes out. So like it's that. like in yeah. this mindset of being a character. Because he wears and, the mask, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, the they bass have, player does. Yeah, a couple of them have masks and like the, the kind of hoods and stuff sometimes and gloves and whatever. So they, made, they did it before COVID, see? they were Yeah, they were onto they it knew. years ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like those kinds of things I think are just um, kind of quite crucial if you want to think about making it next level with your branding uh yeah anyway let's let's just dive straight in i want to get zach on and i want to chat vocals um and stage presence so let's get him on all right welcome zach uh thanks so much for joining us bro thanks for jumping on the show um firstly bro welcome and uh we really need to know (laughs) how to Pronounce your band name because uh, I've been yes. having it. I've been struggling Can with I, this. It's and a party, right? It's a party, yeah. Yes. Bang on. A yes. Okay. Dude, so that, that is the one brilliant. thing that that everyone like. I think it, it's a good and a bad thing. One thing I kind of hate it, but at the same time, I'm like, gets people talking about it. Like, yes. what is it? I don't know. So you know, double edged sword, but yeah. a party, which. It, it means Greek goddess of deception. When we Ooh, like when we that. started it, when we started as a band, well, what back in two thousand late two thousand thirteen. So it's been a while now. Woo. <laughs> um, but we had we we our first show we played as Genesis. Obviously, I knew of Phil Collins, but Phil Collins Genesis was just didn't even click. And so we we're like, yeah, we'll do we'll do Genesis. We'll start off as that. Yeah. Um, and then we had written the uh, Pandora's Box EP. And there was a song in that that we had called Aparte because Aparte was released out of Pandora's box. So it kind of fit. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, at the time, there was a lot of those really same name bands getting around, like all yeah. the ones like Structures and all the things with the S at the end and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, yeah just stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Stuff true. like that. And, and I was just like, nah, me as like a person, personally, I hate things that everyone else has. Yeah. And I hate things that, you know, that's all the same. So I was like, Let's just roll with a party. And it kind of just stuck. It just stuck. It's good, man. It is good. And it looks good as a name, I think, on paper, like nice and short and sweet with the A. Yeah. Yeah. The the style of the the type of writing you guys use too looks really cool. Yeah. Was it called texture? It's like block text. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I guess so. I think like a big part of us, like we love 
the aesthetic image of things. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. that's uh, that's one thing that we always try to nail is the aesthetic. No, that's cool, man, and that and that ties in a lot with what we want to talk about today um, yeah. with you. Uh, just uh, quickly, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing with shows and stuff? Uh, so you guys have been touring around recently. So we've been, we've been, yeah, last year was probably our biggest year for touring. Uh, we did about five tours, I think, around Australia, nice. Um, nice. which which was sick. Two of them with Viart as well, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, awesome. that's awesome. really dope. Yeah, man. yeah. So, uh, like, obviously, we got signed to Human Warfare and Andy owns Human Warfare Plus, does everything for Viart. So, um, a foot in the door, plus, like, really good mates now. A bunch of fucking awesome dudes, Lighters Murder. Absolutely. i got nothing bad to say about those boys. They're all very genuine people. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, touring-wise, we were smashing it. Had a really, really good year last year, but we've taken a bit of a step back this year just to focus on writing new music, That's getting true. some con- yeah. some content done. We played some shows here and there, but like, I don't... I'm I'm tired of playing any like little local shows. I don't I don't want to do it anymore. Like you guys uh, are at that next level now, dude. You're, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Evolving. Exactly. Exactly. So like, uh, we just like no, nah, we don't accept a whole lot of shows if they're if they're local because we're just like no, nah, we want to play good shows and yeah, you know to to keep going up, we'll only accept good shows. So I think our last show we had a headliner uh, three weeks ago. Uh, was our last show with As Paradise Falls, and that was their first first show back in ages. Um, had had mixed feelings about it going into it because one, being a headliner, there's a lot of responsibility if people don't show up, and yeah, that always oh, yeah. looks awkward as fuck on you. And I'm like, yeah. that's why I'm always like, ugh. Plus, playing at like eleven o'clock at night sucks too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I go, dude, I go to bed at like eight thirty. <laughs> 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 So I'm like, you know, uh, earlier the better. But anyways, it ended up being our best-selling headline show yet. Oh, uh, dope. Which, Congrats, which, which yeah, which, which is sick and also brings your vibe up too, you know. Yeah, like, you and it reinforces so what you're doing, eh? So then exactly, you can just like exactly. go again. It's always good to exactly. see the, what, fruit of your hard labor or whatever the, the terminology is. Yeah, um, yeah. Once, actually, once, once, once stuff gone, starts pa- paying off. Yeah, once stuff starts paying off, man, like it's it's – Really awesome. It's so rewarding. Music can be a bitch, but it's so rewarding at the same dude, time. Dude, you hit <laughs> the that. nail on the head, dude. We, we were yeah. just talking about it um, off camera before about, you know, just being out last night and people just come up and go, just sort of views. I'm like, oh my, yeah? Like, oh my God. Like, it's it's like, yeah, you know, we've done yeah. nothing. We've done absolutely nothing really in the industry yet. But just having anyone come up to you and notice you is just dope. Talking of like your your tours and stuff, obviously now that you're taking a break to focus on music, it's a good time to then reflect on what went well in tours and then how you yeah. can like go, okay, let's tackle the next body of music and yeah. take yeah. that into to pushing it around. So like we're talking about stage presence today and um, you're a vocalist. So that's yeah. obviously you're right that's at the front. That's my job. That's yeah. your job. That is you. Yeah. And, um, and Cam here is doing vocals for us as Yay. well. So I like... <laughs> You guys will will understand a whole lot of this um, and be able to sort of give lots in this conversation. I will just ask questions, and I I value a little bit of my opinion sitting back on the drums. But yeah, you guys have a really important role at the front. So, in terms of like what uh, what stage presence is, if you had to like describe it to somebody who's like just sort of starting to play live, and yeah. and they're kind of not sure how to act on stage like what are we looking to try and do yeah well for one you are the control you you are 
you are the lead. You have to remember that people are looking at you to know what to do. Like yeah. you, you're, you're front and center. Second, like you either have charisma or you don't. It's one of those things. You're either charismatic or you're not. And it'll, it'll shine on stage and people will know when you're charismatic. Yeah, that is true. Um, is there such thing as fake it till you make it with charismatic? Um, I'd say to a point. It depends. It depends what kind of person you are. Me personally, in person, I'm a bit of an introvert. I'm a bit. Um, I'm a bit reserved. I don't talk a whole lot. So, and like the one common thing that people will say to me when they meet me beforehand, or when I get up on stage, like, "Bro, I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. I did not expect <laughs> yeah. you to move like that." And that's that's what I love about it. It's that. It's that. Um, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing, you know, it's a yeah. whole, my stage persona, I don't even know that dude. That's a whole different reality, like person to me. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can fake it till you make it. Definitely. You just got to be convincing. True. Because like I did mention really briefly before that um, I was told that when Nick from North Lane goes on and puts his stage gear on, he told me it just feels like another character that he's going on, like a stage character. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. that helps him get into that mindset. So it's really interesting you back that up. Um, yeah. So that allows you then to kind of sort of free yourself from any of these connections of who you were beforehand and just kind of go, I'm just going to, you know, let let loose on stage and really just embrace, let the music flow through yeah, me. Ex- exactly. It's pure That's, expression of emotion when you're up there. You know, 100%, yeah. 100%, man. I couldn't agree more. And that, and that for me is one of my biggest outlets of emotion is getting up on stage and just like pushing that energy for yep. people. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's for true. Sure. But how do you, how how do you reckon you could like develop that kind of sort of emotional connection to the audience as well? Cuz like obviously, you know, you relate with the lyrics really well. Like you understand, yeah. you've written them yeah. or you know, you're singing them and you you're really embodying what they mean. So how yeah. do you how can you sort of translate that best through your stage presence to the audience? Are you like trying to really act it out or are you trying to use your vocal techniques or? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say for me, it's not acting for me. It really is my emotion that you're seeing on stage. It is, yeah. especially if you listen to the rage record, a lot of that is about my life and it's about right. my, my upbringing and things I've been through some things that Caleb's been through as well. And for me, it is it's super super personal to me that that record. It's a it's like it was my catharsis on a lot of things that I had yeah. as a child that I that I haven't processed, and now it's kind of like a it's a release. It's my energy. It's it's my sadness, my anger. You know, it's everything I felt through my childhood through growing up is um, portrayed on stage because it's it's something I can't you can't just release. In person, I'm not an angry person. I don't, I don't yeah. hold resentment against people or anything. I'm like, I'm a very calm, chill person. So, but uh, that's what I love about going on stage. Is that is, it's just it's pure emotion, especially for our set. Anyway, that's when you see me perform. I, I'm not I'm not faking it. I'm not just trying to like put on a persona. Like that's that's a whole different side. You yeah, know? yeah, I agree. That's more a sort of maybe theatrical side of it, uh, yeah. where you're thinking like with a whole set plan and a whole like yeah you know, this kind of thing and maybe that's and there's dude place. there's i know i know a fair few bands you know they'll plan out the sets plan out everything they say blah 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 and i'm like it's it's for sure like when you're playing probably massive shows 
you have to do it sometimes. You got to repeat yourself and whatnot. But you know, for the shows we're playing, we don't have to do that. It's just like it's just pure emotion out of my off my head, out of my body to everyone else, being like, like feel feel this. This is this is rage. Feel feel what I'm putting out there. Yeah, and you're right. As you've written it and felt it and lived through it, that's yeah. your authentic kind of a raw emotion. So which, then which, people will feel which, that. Exactly, which makes, I think, translates on record as well. Like it, it makes all the biggest difference if it's something real that has happened to you. And I think all the best musicians have had a, like a fair bit of hardship in their life. Yep. <laughs> Cam, yeah, you don't Cam writes know. really good lyrics yeah. <laughs> from all of the stuff that he's gone through. So like, Yeah, I've had it. Yeah, we've all, I'm not, it's, yeah, fucking, I won't even get into it because I'll be here for hours, but I've had a yeah, shit life. Yeah, um, <laughs> like, like, likewise, man, likewise. Yeah, so, it's, but it, it, it's, it's, a, it's funny, like, what, how you say that because it's very true, like, some of the hardest things you go through can, for some reason, translates to music. I don't know how yeah. frequencies and, and vibrations exactly. express our emotions, but they do. There's some weird connection there, right? Um, yeah. And I really like, you know, giving a fuck about what you say and the lyrics that you say. I, yep. and and saying something that means something like um we're very much similar with the way we write so yeah it's awesome yeah that's awesome man yeah cool um yeah i would i wanted to maybe maybe talk about how you balance like sort of audience interaction with your stage presence so when you're you know performing a track um there's a lot that goes on into thinking about how to actually perform the track and to get yes. the techniques going for your different screams and singing, whatever. So you've got to think about that, but then you've also got to think about connecting with the crowd and and that kind of thing. Is that something that you struggle with? Is that hard to do? What sort of things are you thinking about? Um, it can Sometimes I can struggle with like uh, a good performance only because for me personally, uh, it really depends on how a crowd the energy the crowd's giving you and like (laughs) and like if if you're playing a show and you you're hyped and you come on stage and it's just one of those nights where people just don't want to move yeah you'd say anything to do anything and they just don't want to move and it's like it's it's the awkward like it's, yeah, it's, and the, you know it's the tough guy stand. Some you know? people are probably enjoying it too. It's probably not even yeah. like a, uh, it's just a, yeah. Exactly. Personally, I'm one of those people. I'll stand there and I'll watch because I, I'm not a, I'm not a mosher. I, I like to just watch. And I like, Me either. Oh, I'm one of those dudes. I'm like, yeah, this is sick. But at the time, I'm probably like, you, you like oh, he fucking hates this. What is <laughs> yeah, this? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I completely get it. But as being the musicians, you want, the energy from the crowd and i if i have energy i'll fucking give you a thousand percent energy back and that, yeah. that is one thing that i do i struggle with and i try to overcome is really it's not feeling it's feeling awkward when people don't want to do what you ask them to do yeah if they if you have a, especially at the start of the set this happens a lot with uh, amateur shows and, and the lower yeah. and the smaller venues is that people are always very far back from the front yeah. and you always got to do that come forward yeah. everyone come forward every yeah. all of us frontmen Ex- have to exactly. fucking tell people to come forward and that's that's the thing like <laughs> if you come to any of our shows that that'll be the first thing i'll say is everyone get the fuck up the front like yeah. and you've got to yeah. that's the thing you have to demand you've got to yeah. be the you've got to be the big dog bro you've we're got not to, background musicians no, exactly. here at a cafe you, you've right? got to, assault them with your words pretty much you know? but, yeah and and 98 percent of the time it works 
Yeah, it's also time. weird when you come on stage and you're, you know, you're you might be idling at ninety because you're just yeah. like ready to go, and then the crowds yeah. just had a big break between the last band and you, yeah. and they're idling at twenty. Yeah, you know, and you're just like it's just a bit like you got to kind of find that happy medium of like hyping people up but not coming on too strong either. Exactly, you don't want to come off as an idiot, and that's like a big thing. I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't want to come off as a jerk. Like, oh, this guy's, this guy's, you know, thinks he's all this, and I'm like, not really, man. I'm just like, I want you guys to look, like enjoy yourself because like yeah. if you enjoy yourself, I enjoy myself. I give you a better show. Everyone's happy, you know. Yeah, but so um, I think forward. like our saving grace as well is probably our intro full of rage it's it's a pretty it's something that makes you want to move it's like it's mm. it's a very intense it's short but intense and it's like it sets the tone of like okay we're here not to fuck around we're here to put on a show for you and to, to like bring the energy yeah that is super important because the intro can set that up eh? that's, that's exactly great. and then you're coming on match the energy yeah. hopefully the crowd matches it back within the first yeah. few seconds that's like, and yeah. then it's yeah. on it's so with, with our stuff with um we have a really really long intro with like police sirens and radio sound effects and yeah. like you know news stories and people are like, oh today this happened in the news and like doing, going, like doing vocal scratches and yeah. kind of and then like we have these synths and dark atmospheric um, you know, backing backing track stuff, just setting that tone. Um, and, you know, the lights are usually dark and dim and yeah. you sort of set that tone and then it's like, bang, hit the first note and that's when you start with the hype man voice. You know, you have that good hype man voice, the yeah, bit of yeah, compression. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go, everybody. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I think like also uh, like another good indication is if people are moving for the first band, I think you're set. Like yeah. usually you're set. Like that's a headline the other day. Dude, the room was packed for the first band. I'm like, they brought my mood up so much because I'm like, all right, room's packed for the first band. Everyone wants to have some fun. This is going to be a good night. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's true. It does show you your intention of like yeah. going out there and having fun. Um, exactly. You mentioned you mentioned before with like venue size um, and and Cam, how you're saying like with the smaller shows and stuff, you, you've got a more intimate stage presence and connection with the audience. Like how do yeah. you balance the different sizes of the venues and trying to get the guy at the back to be just as amped as the front row that you can see and all this, you know? What's the yeah, difference just, for um, you? I don't know. Bigger, I think bigger venues are good because you get a lot of the normies and the normies always move. Right. And the normies kind of get other people to move because you see people, it's people like, it's sheep, bro. People like sheep. <laughs> if one person starts, another person's going to start. Then you as the vocalist be like, Yo, you motherfuckers are moving you off the back. Get the fuck up the front. Do what they're doing. Like yeah, it's true. it's one of those things, and that's what I like about you know bigger venue shows. Is you you get more of the normies, whereas smaller local shows is usually your yeah, your posse it. crowds. You know <laughs> your, your yeah. Brisbane scene crowds and all that stuff. But which I love I love the Brisbane scene, but a lot of, a lot of the people are either a classic the toughies <laughs> like yeah. like stand and watch. But yeah, it's. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just it's one of those things. You just you can always just vibe what people want to do, and it, no matter how hard you push, sometimes actually, I'll give this out to a person, um, Bob Ack from Justice for the Dam. He is a good front man. He knows how to control a crowd, and I, every time I see a Justice show, the dude is such a like a good demanding vocalist. I, I have a lot of respect for Bob Ack for that because he's always got such a good presence. Yeah, cool. And then, but you say demanding. Like, what what makes him stand out to you in that way? 
Like, because he's controlling, like, is he, he's asking for the things be assertive and has that thing. kind yeah. of, yeah, energy where it, people go, yeah, yep, I will. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's one of those people, he has that energy where people are like, oh, I'm going to listen to what this dude says. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, cool. kind of similar to CJ from Biot as well. People. Yeah. Fully, he does loves, a. Oh, he's good. People love CJ. And he just, he would just talk shit on stage, bro. He's <laughs> yeah. a funny dude. He's I such a funny dude. Well, he would just talk actually. shit. And, but <laughs> yeah, yeah there's just. Awesome. There's certain people that have an energy about them that that people are attracted to, and they're just like, "I will listen to you. I'll I'll be your disciple. I'll follow you anywhere, bro. Like, tell me what to do." Yeah, that's right. They kind of have this signature sort of there's, like thing. There's, there's definitely a difference between being assertive and being demanding. I would yeah. say as well because I've seen we've seen a band that played um, was ages ago, but the guy was just like abusing the crowd, and he made it so fucking awkward. Awkward. He was yeah. trying to do that thing where he was like trying to hype people up but he was just swearing and yelling at people and calling them yeah. pussies for not like yeah, yeah and the yeah, crowd was like bro like what the fuck yeah, why are you yelling at do me? anything like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and it just did not work you know yeah, what I mean? the, yeah it just comes off awkward then yeah exactly that it's like if you're like oh like get up the front you pussies and like probably get people like what the fuck is what this the- dude doing like just stop <laughs> That's sexist. Like, just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, something else into that too, but it's probably slipped my mind now. Um, yeah, okay. I'll, if I remember it, I'll bring it up later. But um, yeah, I personally like, um, though, with small venues, personally, uh, is I like eye contact with the crowd. I don't know if you do yeah. that, but I'll, I'll lock eyes with certain people. And if I'd notice somebody doing the stank face and like, yeah, like oh, yeah. like, you know, when we're doing yeah. some chugs or something, I'll be like, I'll lock eyes with them and I'll like, I actually like point to them and like be like, yeah, bro, like, you know, and yeah. just sort of give them these little um, looks and stuff. And I just think that's dope. Like, well, handing the mic to someone, if you know that they, if, if they've come to one of your shows yeah, before and you're like, oh, he, he knows the lyric and you just give him the yeah, mic exactly. or something. That's always fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get called this mic. Yeah, yeah. Eye contact for sure. Sometimes I'm like, Stop staring at me. Like, <laughs> please stop staring at me. Because I, sometimes I, like, I can feel the eyes. And, ah, and then like sometimes I'll get in my head and like, am I doing it right? Are people like judging the way what I'm doing right now? But, you know, that's... I saw that's, you um, I saw you guys at Brightside and I uh, voted for you for the... Was it Good Things? Oh, yeah, the Good Things, good things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we um, I gave you the bottle cap or whatever it was. That you had the yeah, in sick. There. That was the first time I saw you guys. Um, and I was just randomly like, going out for bigs I felt like getting out of the house and then you yeah, guys okay. were playing and then I was like dude these dudes are sick I was just like <laughs> head banging at the back man like yeah. wasn't doing the dad Cam was, stand. yeah, Cam yeah was I was at the back. <laughs> judging him <laughs> yeah. nah it was yeah. it was good man Um, you guys you guys won that didn't you yeah we did we did actually um, through tri- trials and tribulation but yeah we won well that other band after you's had the most Terrible, um, uh, misfortunate, uh, oh, like yeah, track um, fails and all that, and that was still really good, but they just unfortunately yeah, they yeah, had yeah. like it, their it bass signal like 40 50 well. minutes for them to even start and the start, away. and then their, their yeah. bass just completely just the signal of the bass just turned off, and then they're yeah, back um, track on their pianos and stuff, and they wasn't playing. and I feel bad for them, yeah, like, oh, very, uh, very unfortunate. You know, do you have any, bad. um, do you have any technical glitch stories of, of times where you've had to do you guys use a lot of backing tracks or no? I can't remember. We run, we run, we run uh, like um, like samples and shit through backing tracks, and um, that's about it. Otherwise, not too much. No, mm, wow, um, cool. we're we're all pretty like what you hear live is what you get. Besides the samples, what you hear live is what you get. Really, yeah. Which is um, te- technical. Oh, we always have technical difficulties, and then it's. 
uh, as a vocalist, obviously, you have to try and not make it obvious that you're having technical difficulties. Yeah. difficulties yeah. And then just, uh, which could, sometimes can be awkward depending on what fucks up. Because, like, if something massive fucks up and then you're like, oh, like, do we start again? Yeah. Do the, <laughs> the worst is when you have, like, if you don't have a dual guitarist and you only have one guitar yeah. playing, um, yeah. which we had for a while. And then I remember um, the dude's guitar amp just stopped. Like, just turned mm. on. I don't know if he stood on his jack or something and it came out or something. But yeah. So it just went from like the whole sound bass, guitars, drums, everything to just drums and bass and vocals. Yeah. Just no guitar. And yeah. it was like, like the bass could drop out and it won't be too big of a difference. Like, yeah. You, know, you just lose that low end. But like, yeah. <laughs> the guitar just stopped and I was just like, oh, we just kept playing. <laughs> on, on our um, on our very first tour, we, I think we toured with Underminer and we played. We're in Adelaide and we're playing with Gloom in the Corner, Underminer, and a couple other bands. But anyway, we went to play the show. Gloom got on, ready to play their set, and the fucking the power amp blew up and caught on fire. Oh my god! So that that wow. completely ruined that show. But then then the venue manager was like, "Oh, we've got a beer garden outside." So we were all pretty bummed. We're like, "Oh, the show is ruined." And he's like, "No, we've got a beer garden outside. Do you want to just play there?" Yeah. So we all set up and started playing. And it was like still one of the funnest shows to this day because everyone is on such a low when it happens, but is on such a high because like, well, fucking who cares what else can happen now? So then yeah. everyone, the energy is just up and then everyone's running on stage, jumping off, grabbing the <laughs> mic and having like, it's just, it was a really good, really good show. Bigger, big boys show. So um, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I live for those type of things. Sometimes, you know, it's a blessing in disguise when shit goes wrong because you never know what good can come out you have of it. these raw moments of just like people's you see the human side of things sometimes a perfectly technical planned out show yeah. with midi automation and everything yeah, yeah that's all cool and stuff for like to watch on youtube but sometimes those are the moments it's boring, where it's just, man. yeah that's it so sometimes boring, it's, that's like, better raw emotion. exactly like uh things things that are raw and yeah aren't perfect like i don't know there's a bit of um bit of fault to things like when you listen to records that have a bit of fault, kind of like when you listen to Deftones and stuff, they have like, it's not neat. It's just a yeah. little bit, yeah. it's a little bit not neat. And you're like, mm, but it just adds that flavor. That's and why I like um, Tala, like Justin from Tala, because he just, yeah. he doesn't do any auto-tune on his voice. He, le- yeah. he leaves the breast in between yeah. screams and, you know, he just has those human sounds in there and it just sounds like a dude losing his mind on the track <laughs> and it's just, but in pitch and in key and, you know, it's still yeah. musical. Um, yeah. We should get him on the podcast soon. That's a good, yeah, <laughs> good one. Um, do you have any vocal warm ups and pre show rituals that you do every single show? Yes, every single show, no matter what, I will warm up. I tell you, uh, I do Melissa Cross and I'm screaming. Yep, I have for the last fucking twelve Sorry. years. Um, so just like lots of scales, I'll do it for about forty five minutes. Drink some tea, honey, and lemon, just to. Warm the throat. I was looking at getting up one of those um, vocal humidifiers. Those like oh. big ones. So you strap it to your mouth, then you do your warm ups as it humidifies wow. your voice. So, I could use that because I'm always yeah. My I got my that deviated septum crap, sleep apnea, oh, true. Yeah, all okay. my nose passageways crap, and it just yeah, every okay. time I try to like send stuff into my head voice for those like higher higher screams, it's always yeah, yeah it's always driving me nuts. Too. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure, man. I, that's what I'm gonna get onto it because like um, like Jacob from Thornhill uses it. A couple of dudes we just toured with uh, Aviana and Cabal, they use it. Um, speak of cabal, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, it's it's probably I would say it'd be a bit of a game changer. I haven't used one yet, but everyone highly rates it. Do you do any throat singing when you warm up? Because I do a lot of throat singing. That, that helps my false chords warm up. So I mean, like perfect. Yeah. Okay. No, not really. Actually, because um, you're doing false chord screens by from yeah, what yeah, I remember. false chord. All false chord, no, Very no fries or anything. Um, just, I don't know if you can. Obviously, you see me live. I. I have a very loud, loud voice. Loud like and very, powerful. And very powerful. But you got loud. nice, like your highs for false chord don't sound demonic, which I won't get no. into it now because A, a, a big long. thing with, when I started to do vocals, a big thing I wanted because I get so sick of people just saying, it's just noise, I don't understand what you're saying, blah, 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 blah. I wanted people to understand what I'm saying. So that is, I, I'm really yep. trying to articulate how things are said or Same. what you hear. Yeah. Um, that is like that's always been a big thing to me. I want people to know what I'm saying, like, especially in yeah. hardcore, deathcore, metalcore, like in the in the in the heavier genres. People, are, I think, have gotten way too used to hearing, you know, yeah. and it's just like they yeah. don't care. And like, what are the lyrics, bro? Like, what are you actually saying? If you're not exactly. talking about something, I care exactly. About. And, and personally, I, I I don't listen to stuff where I don't I don't know what they're saying, and it's just noise. That's like deathcore and stuff. Not a massive fan of because it's. Neither. I can respect it and the talent it takes to do it and the vocal training it takes to do certain things. But personally, I would never do it or go to listen to it. It's just not for me. Like I, I and and it's too fast for me. I really love I love groovy music. I love things that make you want to groove. Move. Yeah, Move and exactly, jump, exactly. man, and headbang yeah. and feel and yeah, absolutely, man. Same page for sure. Yeah, that's dope, man. Um, in terms of like before you go on stage as well, are you thinking? Uh, like you said, you sort of you're trying to go into this like stage persona type thing. Um, how are you balancing like your nerves with shows and then getting confidence and and that yeah. kind of thing? What's that like? My um, I still get nervous to this day, all yeah. the time. I, my biggest my biggest thing is like, ah oh, fuck, I hope my voice works. That's that's always like yeah. The, I'm always because sometimes very, it doesn't, huh? Sometimes sometimes it doesn't, and I, doesn't I'm click. very I'm one of those people like. I try to do it as best I possibly can and to to the record. Like I try to pay homage to the record, do the exact vocal line, how it should sound and stuff. So I'm very, very critical on myself, which is sometimes a bad thing, but I'm like, I want to put the best performance. I want people to be like, damn, this dude can use his voice, like shit like that. But I'll always get nervous before I go on stage until the first word comes out of my mouth and I'm like, it's go time. Like I know it's working. Like exactly. the nerves literally exactly. gone. Like it's and it, it kind of it sends tingles down my spine every time we start playing our first at that intro. I get tingles. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is why I do this. Like Dude, I love this shit. It's like, so it's so true, man. I was literally gonna say the exact same thing. I was gonna say I get nervous. I get a little bit um in my own head about like yeah. oh you know because I do I try to go false chord and fry in the same set because yeah. my yeah. fries I can get head voicey high and my false chords I can get really low so I like to have that yeah. context but my fries are really inconsistent I'm still trying to train them to be you know to be able to hit like loud fries because I hate that whisper screaming shit I'm yeah yeah not. man and there's a lot of, there's a lot of dudes that do the whisper screaming and you nah. uh, there's a lot of like uh, some mates of mine who you hear on record and it sounds really powerful, but live it's not as powerful as mm. it's it's actually quite quiet. And I'm like to me, like Upping I the mic and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do a fry scream to save my life. Like I won't lie. Like that's something I'm not trained in because I'm just like I want to be loud. I want to be powerful. 
I wanted to hit note every time. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you guys are very similar in that way. Um, yeah. It's just like, you know, having these, the confidence in your voice and like your instrument is so different day to day depending on yeah. your physical makeup and how you're feeling, what you've eaten and how you've yeah. slept and all of this. Like, my snare drum is going to sound pretty damn close every single time. Every day. No matter what yeah. day it, it, it is. So, exactly. Yeah, you got the, to balance the that. The voice, it's a muscle, man. Like, if you go to gym every goddamn day and you do bicep curls, you're going to break it. Like, it's, yeah. you have, you've got to respect the voice. And that's why I'll get off. The worst thing for a vocalist is getting off stage. For sure. Being the merch guy and having to yeah. talk your ass off. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's the worst thing rest, for vocal man. cords, like, yeah. ever. That's so true because you're straining to speak over probably another band that's playing. Exactly. I, I feel more tired after a night of being on merch than I do actually being a vocalist on stage because I can't keep up with the talking. You pretty much <laughs> got to just do hand gestures and wear a sign exactly. that says I'm on vocal rest yeah. or something. Because Yeah, literally. So yeah. I'll, I'll try not to talk as much as I can after we play shows and stuff like that. But it's a bit hard because you're on a high after you play a show. Yeah. You know, especially if you had a good show. You're so buzzed, man. It's yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah, wicked. And are you guys using in ears? No, no. Okay. Never Wait, you. that's that's interesting. So you're out. So this is this is what I was thinking. That's cool, um, man. Having a connection with the crowd relies on like having the feedback of the noise so how, and stuff. Sorry, exactly. how do you, how do you hear yourself? Front, um, front of house, PA. It's your front of no, what's it called? PA, the fallback. I try fallback. That's to, the word to go as loud as possible on the fallback, but I can feel it. I can feel how everything is done exactly, so I know. Yeah, especially with, scream, with screaming, like I can just feel. I know how loud it'll be, the pitch it is. I can just feel wow. it every time. So I'm like, that's, I know it's awesome, working. man. Even if I can't hear myself, I'm like, I know what's working. I've done this a million times. Like, I know yeah. how to hit it exact. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm trying to get into, into singing now, like clean singing. Yeah. Um. So we, we we've got a couple of new tracks that are almost done. I've got a bit of clean singing on that. Um, Beautiful, awesome. But. That's very new territory for me. And that that's also something that like scares me as well live because like yeah. it's really hard to fucking hear yourself. And that that is something where I'm like, oh, in-ears would be Maybe perfect for that. Yeah. But as like me personally, I did. It's bad, but I don't even wear earplugs live like I should. Oh but, my God. <laughs> wow, loud. But I, I don't feel connected if I yeah. can't hear it. If I can't hear everything going on. If yeah. I, it's not It's not there. Like I... I don't feel connected. It makes me feel off. And that's I hate my, that. That was my question is, yeah, it's like that's that connection, having that being in the room, so to speak. Like when I've got my in-ears in, I feel like I'm in a different room. I'm yeah. in my own head. Yeah, and I'm like, exactly. just got the click or whatever or something. Yeah. So to be, to have the audience connection and if you're throwing it over to them to sing a vocal and yeah. you're just like, did they sing it? Like I can't, I can't yeah, actually it, hear what it, happened there. Exactly, man. But no, that's, that's why I'm like… I. I don't wear earplugs. I'm like, I want to. I want to feel this. I need and uh, I need to feel so good. I need to feel my voice as well. Yeah, we we try to nail timing, bro. It's like because <laughs> yeah. when I saw you live, man, like you guys were like the wrists were tight, the bass was tight, the drum kicks were tight, and your vocals, the syllable placement was correct. Like was like was fucking all good. So yeah. that's really impressive. Is anyone me. playing the click? Is the drummer uh, got a click? Only Dave. Yeah, the drummer. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's click, cool. Yeah. So you stay as long as you are all tight with the yeah. drums. You're yeah. That's yeah. good, man. That's, that's, that's it. awesome. We've um we've got it pretty nailed down. Like especially if you watch us live and the pauses. There's pauses in I think that's Palo Um, but 
gives me tingles every time because it's just that that like yeah. fucking one second of it goes quiet. Yeah, and quiet. it's all back on at the hold same the time. Hold the symbol, hold everything. Yeah, yeah. It's just so it's just like so perfectly timed. I love it every time. Like fuck yeah, like. And then you, will the boys will look at each other on stage like that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good sweet. little ride symbol to get back in. Ding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because that, that kind of um, that kind of thing when you guys are interacting together, like that's also a big part of being on stage. Eh? Like, say you might turn around and go and put your feet up on the kick drum and yeah, interact with the drummer and and yeah. like that kind of thing. Do you guys do a lot of that? And yeah, yeah, how effective sure. is that? It's it's mainly mainly me. I'll go over and I'll like probably antagonize the boys or do some <laughs> stupid, give them a kiss or some shit. Um, Caleb, every single time, because Caleb, like, a lot of credit to Caleb. He is, he's got a very good stage presence. He's fucking goes nuts on guitar. But also for Paolo Mortis, every single goddamn time, he will kick me. He does this, <laughs> he does this back kick every time because he always gets super hyped for that somebody. He fucking kicks me every time. And I'm like, bro, you keep kicking me, I'm gonna come punch you. So last show, <laughs> nonetheless, what does he do? He kicks me, I came and punched him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Cause that kind of like connection on stage helps your playing and it also yeah. helps the whole like yeah. vibe of the whole set. People yeah, see exactly. you guys having and, fun. And, and people see that, you know, you get along, you're having fun, you're having you're enjoying yourself as a music musician. You're not you're not just there bored trying to put on a show for people. Like, I don't know, there's yeah, it's, you gotta a lot of time think about how others perceive you, I guess. And yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's wicked, bro. Well, um, we'll sort of uh maybe wrap this up uh with with sort of one more thing. I, I just wanted to um maybe start asking a few of our guests a similar question and kind yeah. of dive into it um as to why. The question is if you could sit down with another vocalist in your genre or in your area of expertise who would it be and why and what sort of things would you be looking to learn off them hmm, that is a good question well personally for me my two vocal inspirations are um adrian from north lane and uh ben keller from villains he was the original vocalist for, for villains for the 10 code album yeah, right. Awesome. So you get Adrian's lows and Ben Keller's like yells, I guess. And that was like what I tried to encapsulate as a vocalist. Um, but oh, that's a really hard question to ask. I don't know because there's so yeah. many people I'd love to. Well, that's it. To it's like it's more something just like jerk, knee jerk reaction. Like, what are you sort of thinking, um, like off the top of your head? Which those two are brilliant, you know, examples because it's like you're saying, oh, I'd like to look and learn about, you know, his low screams or, yeah. you know, I'd spend a day because they have really good, well, let's say stage presence, for example, yeah. and I want to just pick their brain on this topic. So I just thought it'd be cool and interesting to see like why, like who you find inspiring and who you'd want to sit down with and learn from because like we're always looking to learn from people and share yeah. other people's ways into learning things. So. Yeah. I find that the, the, some of the best vocalists in the world too don't even know what really what they're doing i found like like going back to that just expressing themselves and just yeah. that i go oh as long as i do it and it doesn't hurt and i don't yeah you know that's uh, what which, most people say <laughs> which i think is it's actually kind of me i'm i'm self-taught i've never had vocal lessons before everything dude the first time i tried to scream it was from watching this video of this dude like it was i was trying to learn to yell and i was like this dude was like 
pretend you're sitting on the toilet and you're really constipated and you're like, why can't I shit? And like, and then I was like, damn, all right. Or, or like Push if your mate's your about chest. to get hit by a car and you yell out like, stop. And I was like, oh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things that, yeah, I've never had any traditional training and it's just, yeah, it's exactly like, this doesn't hurt. Uh, I know what's working. I know what doesn't work. It's, and then it's go off that find your rhythm, find your voice. A lot of people don't know their voice. They try to mm. emulate other people's voices. And it, it's one of the it, first it, things you learn. It's like, you just be yourself. Your voice box is different. The muscles are different. Exactly. The, your, where your register is, where you're speaking. Like, I'm a bass baritone when I speak. But yeah, so yeah. when I try to do, like Adrian, for example, I tried to imitate him for years because he just has, in my opinion, some of the best screens I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, um, 100%. Whether they're safe or not. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently he hurt himself. I don't know if that's true or not. But um, just that, the sheer head voicey, high pitch, emotional, Ollie Sykes, Adrian type yells. Yeah. Just like, that's what I always wanted to do. Yeah. And yeah I just sure. can't get them for the lot. I mean, I can kind of do them, but yeah. So unlike you said, just, just finding your voice and what works for you, which is what yeah. we've actually been doing the past Definitely. few months for our band. And like these these couple of new tracks we've got as well. It's um, I'm doing a different voice again. It's um, it's like my yells, but it's very much very pitched scream. So I'm nice. trying I'm trying to nail that that Chester Bennington, Ollie Sykes, Sam Carter, Hell yeah, yells man. pitch scream. If you got the um, note in there, like the sung compressed note. And yeah, and you can either use the vocal break and kind of bounce around on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um. I've been able to nail the notes pretty much every single time, which is sick. And it's very like, it's, it's a lot of work. It's, uh, it's a, a lot of push. It's the hardest vocal I've ever had to do, but we're pretty happy with it. I'm keen. I'm keen for these new tracks to come out for people to see them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. We're I, definitely keen to. There's anything you want to plug. Yeah. As well. Is there anything you want to plug currently that for yourself um, and the band? Well, the only show we have coming up, I can't announce, but it will be at the princess theater in October. So, awesome. That's a that's also a bucket list venue to play as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, dude, awesome. I was gonna say, that's pretty good um, with a, an American band. So it should be should be a good time. But other than that, man, we've got nothing booked right now. Just focusing on getting shit for people to see. Really getting yeah. music videos done, getting these singles done. Just focusing on new music and having You're going a backup. Ben, um, ben? <laughs> it's because Ben tends to do like third eye visuals. He tends to do everyone's music videos um, nowadays. We did under my skin th video through Ben. If you haven't seen that one, no, I haven't. I want yeah, to check it out. Definitely check cool. it out. We did that. We did that one through Ben, and it turned out sick. We we're really happy with that one. Ben's but dope, um, we're actually using our mate. Um, oh, I forgot his last name. But his first name's Aaron. On Instagram, he's got Aaron's World. But he's a good mate of ours, and he uh, he has cool visuals. So we're gonna try try our aesthetic with him. Thank awesome. you, man. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll be like a very. Very grungy, very Marilyn Manson, Tourniquet vibe Ooh, style music video. Cool, dude. I, I'm so I'm I'm pumped, man. I'll um we'll be listening for sure. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you guys have definitely excited us um, <laughs> this year. So yeah. yeah, bro. Like honestly, thank you very much for your time for coming and nah, sitting down and guys. sharing stuff. Because like yeah, we we've been a big fan of yours and your bands for a little bit. So we just want to yeah get you on to share your insights and. I reckon we could speak for ages. So, you know, yeah. maybe maybe on two in the future sometime. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And, and I'd be very keen things. on that. No, that's wicked. So, yeah, thanks again, bro. And uh, we'll chat again soon. Too easy, guys. Thanks for having me, eh? No worries. Thanks, bro. Easy. Peace, brothers.
So welcome back. That was a brilliant conversation. Um, an absolute legend of a guy. Um, we ended up having a little bit of a chat afterwards, and you know, it's awesome. Just yeah, can't thank him enough for coming on. It's awesome seeing the human side of everybody, man. Like when we see bands play all the time, we're always like, oh, like they just seem like you know insane. And then you you kind of just get to chat to them. You're like, oh, they're just nice guys. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that so was cool. a good thing to talk about. Um, yeah, man. So so just to wrap up uh, that whole conversation about sort of stage presence, um, it's a really key element to be bringing in and thinking about if you're a new up-and-coming band that is trying to make it and make a good live show. But at the same time, being yourself and not trying to be so robotic yes. and planned. It's, you know, there's a bit of that, you know, I need to be aware that I'm need a stage presence that I'm the front man I kind of am controlling the pacing of how much energy we're putting out like the songs will do that themselves but you're a very good guiding of the pacing and the control and how much energy you're giving that's such a good point and, and way know? of saying it because he mentioned that like first up saying like you know you're the control like you yes. are you are leading this thing so you're like the conductor of the orchestra if you come out like get the fuck up <laughs> I'm like, like ah! whoa, like, you know, but if you say, get the fuck up three or four songs in after you've, you know, worn people you up can, a bit, like, then well, you're a bit like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking right. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, or after an intro, like, yeah, like, like, said, like you've just sort of, you set it up so that you can come in like yeah, that. Yeah, set the tone and, mm. and, and what, and let people know like what kind of show is this going to be. Um, but yeah, it is. And then you have your trolls, tribulations, you know, sometimes we've all had it. Every band's probably had shows where people just kind of just stand there and they don't really look interested. Maybe they're not here to see your band, they're here to see another band. And again, even if they're enjoying it, sometimes you just kind of stand there and nod. And in their head, they're probably like, this is awesome. But their verbal, not verbal, their like actual… Body language. Yeah, body language is kind of just like standing there. And it, it is awkward. It's yeah. awkward trying to hype people up that are just standing there. I but get to hide behind some symbols and just pretend like I'm not there. <laughs> do yeah. my thing. But you're like, um, I'm just right here, guys. Yeah. Like, look, I'm looking at you. Um, but yeah, no, awesome conversation. And another one, another legendary podcast for the books. These ones are getting good, man. We're getting some solid gems in these episodes. Um, it's awesome just seeing the human side of people and chatting and putting experiences together and seeing something that, you know, from small bands to big bands to touring bands to… Um, all the know, people behind the scenes and Yeah, everything. people behind the scenes. It's like we're all, we're all in this, man. It's good stuff. Sweet. Well, that's wrapping things up for episode 28. Thank you very much for listening, watching, supporting. We'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye.